Well, we can finally get down to business tonight. We've had a month or so to take care of all the preliminaries. Now that the parties are all done, the decorations are all hung, the presents are all purchased and wrapped, we can focus on what Christmas is really about. The reason for the season, to use a worn-out phrase. <laughs> Girls and boys, you know that the reason for the season is not the presence under the tree, it's the baby in the manger. And we all know that, that we can summarize it with just one word, Jesus. He is the reason for the season. But that doesn't mean this is going to be a one-word sermon. It can't be. The occasion calls for more than that. And while no preacher ever thinks that, that our words could possibly be adequate for this occasion, still we have to try to put into words what this thing we are celebrating is all about. So here goes. Jesus is the reason for the season. Let's take it a step further and ask, what's the reason for Jesus? Why did God send him into this world on that first Christmas? To answer that question, we're going to use three words, common, ordinary words. The first one is, well, see if you can figure it out as I talk about Christmas presents. There's a lot of reasons that, that we give gifts at Christmas. One of them might be a sense of duty. Well, I'm married to her, I guess I better get her something. Another could be a sense of gratitude. She's been so good to me, I, I want to show my appreciation. Another reason, I suppose, could be the desire to get something in return. The point is, none of those is the reason God gave us Jesus. He did that because, here comes the word, he loves us. Told you it was an ordinary word, but it's an extraordinary truth. A truth that God had been declaring and demonstrating throughout the ages. And in Jesus, he proved it once and for all in the most convincing way possible. The reason for the season is love. Do you know that's also the result of the season? Because God loves us, we love him. He makes it pretty easy, doesn't he? Because uh, he always initiates that. Sometimes I like to ask couples which one of them was the first to, to say to the other, I love you. Actually, I did that during a wedding ceremony a couple of months ago, and I got an answer I wasn't prepared for. I could tell you about it, but the cameras were rolling, so uh, I'll show you instead. So do you guys remember which, of, which one of you was the first one to, to be brave and say, I love you, or maybe you <laughs> actually did. And did you say, I love you, man, or did you say, look deep in his eyes and say, Luke, I love you? 
She texted it. That kind of blows the rest of the sermon for me. That's a bit of the coward's way out, isn't it? You know, in the old days, when you had to do things face to face, it took some courage to be the first one, that's the point now, to be the first one to say, I love you. Somewhere I heard, I I think maybe this is what lawyers are taught or something, that, that you shouldn't ask a question if you don't know the answer to it. I'm going to try to remember that. So think back to the, to the first time that you said, I love you, to your spouse or to your boyfriend or girlfriend. Were you nervous? Well, I guess that probably depends. If it had just been said to you and, and you were responding to it, probably not. But if you were the first you one guys- to say it, you might have been nervous. Maybe hesitated or a little bit and, and then held your breath to, to see what the response would be. It's kind of like that in our relationship with God. Now he always makes the first move. In, in Jesus he says to each of us, I love you. And he says it without hesitation or reservation, without condition or stipulation. And then believe it or not, He holds his breath, waiting to see what our response will be. Is there any reason why we wouldn't say it back to him? I can't think of a single one. I love you, Jesus. I'm going to give you the chance to say that now, out loud if you'd like, or or in your heart, whichever way, I know he'll hear you. The reason for the season, the result of the season, is love. And also joy. At Christmas time, we naturally think of the joy that we have in Jesus. We sing about it, joy to the world. The the angel announced it. I bring you good tidings of great joy. But tonight, I don't want to think so much about our joy in knowing Jesus. I want to talk more about God's joy in sending him when he gave to the world the very first and and the absolute best Christmas gift. I think maybe we can begin anyway to to understand God's joy in this when, when we remember our own Christmas experiences. Like you, I I very much enjoy receiving gifts. Also like you, I enjoy even more giving them. The only problem there, for us anyway, I've got to admit this, is that I'm not very good at shopping for them. Fortunately for our kids and grandkids, I'm married to someone who is. Christmas is a great arrangement though, isn't it? Parents and and grandparents get to give gifts, and, and kids get to receive them. Kids love to receive them. Ask any 
child what they want for Christmas and, and they'll rattle off a whole list. Ask an adult the same question and you're likely to get a different response. We, we might not have a list or if, if we do, it probably took a little while to develop. It's not that we don't like to receive gifts, we do. It's just that we enjoy even more giving them, especially when we can see the smiles on the faces of our kids and grandkids. That's the way it is with God. He delights in giving Jesus to us, especially as he's able to see our joy-filled response to this amazing gift. In fact, there's only one thing that he loves more, and that's when we show our joy by sharing our joy with others in any way we can. Well, joy is the second word that helps us to understand the reason for the season, the reason for Jesus. Love was the first. The third is peace. And again, I'd like to think about that from God's vantage point, not, not the, the peace that we experience, as profound as that is, but that which God had. Because on that first Christmas, God's heart was filled to overflowing with peace. Peace toward us. When the angels sang peace on earth, goodwill to men, what they meant was peace to you from the God who is at peace with you. Do you see how incredibly important that is? If God's heart were filled only with anger over our disobedience, what then? Well, there certainly wouldn't be any Christmas. Oh, God may still have sent his son into the world, but that wouldn't be anything to celebrate. Because he would not have come as our Savior, he wouldn't have been born as a helpless infant, his arrival would have been anything but good tidings of great joy. What would happen if God went to war with us? Well, that's too terrible a thing even to contemplate, isn't it? But he certainly could have done that. And in fact, and, it, and this is about as amazing as, as it gets, but it's a true statement. In a sense, we are still trying to provoke a war with God every time we decide to sin against him. But God has decided to be at peace with us. He sent Jesus not to destroy us, but to be our Savior. And more than anything, he wants us to know that. The peace that he has toward us, he wants us to feel toward him. He wants us to know that, that he desires only the best for us. That he never wants to hurt us, but wants only and always to help us. Would you like to give God a gift this Christmas? I've got the perfect one. Give him your trust. Trust that he is at peace with you. Trust him completely. Never being suspicious of the 
of the truthfulness of his word or the magnitude of his love. When you do that, you know what you'll receive in return? Just what we've been talking about, which is everything that God wants for you. To experience his peace. To delight in his love. To share in his joy today and every day. Love, joy, peace. All are ours in Jesus. Is it any wonder he's the reason for the season? Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, the joy and the love that come from him, may that keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.